Welcome to the Scalar Learning Podcast, your central hub for all things related to education. Join us every episode for the most up-to-date tips and strategies on how to maximize student potential. Sit back, listen, and enjoy. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of the Scalar Learning Podcast. I'm your host, Huzefa, as always. And today, we are coming at you with a company that is really doing their part in trying to revolutionize and optimize the field of education. And this is particularly special to me because I'm a teacher. I don't know if you guys are listening for the first time or whatnot, but I've been teaching now for almost a year and a half, getting close to two years, and I love it to death. I love the school that I'm at. It's a phenomenal elementary school in the Pacific Palisades in California. And what this company that I'm interviewing today, what they do is they help schools, really in a nutshell, help schools and teachers be better. And I love this. So the company that we're talking to today is called Whetstone Education. Whetstone Education provides an online customizable teacher evaluation and coaching platform for K through 12. The platform facilitates the recording and sorting of observation data. It allows school leaders to capture, organize, analyze, and share teacher data and trends on an interface. So today we have speaking with us about Whetstone Education is Michael Richard, Director of Sales. Michael, welcome to the show. Hey, thanks so much. So first, let's dive into just a little bit of the background of the company. So I, if I understand correctly, Whetstone was founded in 2011. Is that correct? That is correct. And so what was, what was the impetus to create this platform? What is the problem or what are the issues that you as a company see that you are trying to resolve? Yeah, good. Uh, well, first of all, thanks for thanks for reaching out uh, to learn about Whetstone. Uh, we're really excited to to, to spread the good word. Um, yeah, founded in 2011 by a school principal here in New Orleans by the name of Ron Gubitz. Uh, Ron was working with the Renew Charter Schools Network, and uh, you know the the New Orleans context is really important at this time because we had a major influx of newer teachers. And we're really doing our best to transform the city as a whole. And so human capital questions and really um, upping the game of both leaders and teachers was a big priority. Uh, Ron went to a training in New York City, uh, sponsored by Uncommon Schools and the Relay Graduate School of Education, and came back equipped with these concepts around short cycle feedback, being able to get into teacher classrooms and deliver high leverage feedback to teachers to quickly accelerate their growth, right? So what coming out of this workshop, Ron had an Excel spreadsheet. So, you know, he tried to pull that off using Excel spreadsheets, sticky notes, uh, legal pads, taking notes and sharing that back and forth. But really he identified three key problems that he wanted to solve. First of all, um, the Excel spreadsheet with the sticky notes and uh, legal pad just wasn't cutting it in terms of keeping track of all of his coaching activities. Second is that using this Excel spreadsheet, there was no way for the teacher to be engaged um, with their own development, really track all of the action steps, track their goals, look at their performance alongside a rubric, et cetera. 
And the third problem, sort of unrelated to the um, the short cycle feedback, is that Ron was being required to use um, a state mandated system for um, teacher evaluations for the formal eval process along a particular rubric. And that system was just awful. It was very hard to navigate and frankly added, um, you know, many, many hours to his, uh, ability to actually give meaningful feedback to teachers. So designing whetstone, putting everything in one place, make it both efficient and data driven, um, aim to solve those three problems. So it's like a b- before Whetstone or a school before Whetstone has all of this different data, all of these different points of feedback. But And I understand. I, I get that. I see that from within a school how it's very hard to stay organized in terms of you – know, from my perspective as the teacher, but I also can see from the school's perfe- perspective trying to get their teachers to absorb the information, especially when all this other stuff is going on. Being in a school environment is crazy. You're on t- – uh, you know, t- the full 100% of the time that you're there. It's very different from other lines of work that I've done before in my life where it's you have time to think. You re- you really don't when you're at school. So this this makes a lot of sense. So let's talk about now schools that have integrated the system. So they've taken this and they've integrated it. What is some of the feedback that you guys have gotten? Well, well again, you know, efficient and data-driven are really the, the big headlines that we get back from folks. Um, you know, there are other there are other platforms around there and some folks, you know, choose to attempt to still live in Google Docs. Right. So, first of all, it's going to be more efficient, like your ability to get in there quickly and give that feedback and then have it logged in such a way that makes it easy to follow up. It just it gives you so much time back as a leader and a coach. Right. In Whetstone, because we did so much beta testing here in the New Orleans market, which, by the way, next year it's going to be 100% charter schools in New Orleans, um, really crazy system. But the, the, the ecosystem um, has allowed for so much innovation and really uh, proposing and testing solutions to some of our nation's most persistent challenges in education. One of those is teacher coaching, right? So being able to quickly test the product meant that it was in the hands of coaches and principals right away. And really for the next two, three years of its development, the workflow of Whetstone understands that harried sort of existence of a school principal or a coach. It understands how hard it is to give thoughtful, high leverage feedback. It understands how difficult it is to complete a formal observation uh, using a rubric and so everything you might need to make that work both efficient and thoughtful, it's all right there in the Whetstone platform. Um, your ability to take notes, your ability to attach a video to it, your ability to reference the rubric, your ability to add attachments, student work, lesson plans, et cetera. And so what folks say most, I guess the first headline is the user experience is superior to anything else that's out there. The second bit of feedback that we've gotten is our ability to export the data in a variety of ways that's been put into Whetstone, right? So if you're entering all this in, you want to be able to get insights from this data. You want to be able to look at it side by side with student achievement data. You want to be able to upload it into your performance management system to talk about um, 
um, teacher ratings, et cetera. So Whetstone makes it super easy to export all of that information, either in Excel format or 3D JSON XML format. We also have an um, open API that's super easy to connect to. By the way, that's not exactly a language that I speak, but when data folks see our open API, they get super excited. Uh, so now you have, it sounds like you've got a phenomenal platform and it, and it does a lot of great things. What have you noticed from the perspective of classroom results in terms of, in terms of you know, whatever metrics you guys might use to measure, hey, how are the students doing? What have you noticed for the schools that you've been working with for years upon years? How have they, how has this helped the teachers and the, and the faculty and, and the administration improve as a unit? Yeah, absolutely. That's a great question. Well, listen, I mean, as, as I'm sure, you know, you know, there's no, there's no, there's no 100% solution that drives student achievement. There's thousands of different inputs that go into increasing student results. Right. And so we work with a number of high performing charters as well as public school districts among around the country. You know, we're in over um, 80% of KIPP schools. We work with the Uncommon Network. We work with Yes Prep Schools, DSST in Denver. What we know about these schools is that they put a high priority on teacher development. And that high priority that they put on teacher development is one of the many factors that goes into the very strong results they give in the classroom. You know, when we think about um, you know, measures of effective teaching practice and all the research that's been done on teacher development. You know, they talk about things like, you know, it takes, you know, between six and 10 years to really be effective as a teacher. Well, those models and that research is based on this old school model of sit and get professional development, maybe one or two observations per year, right? Mm-hmm. Well, if you sort of flip that on its head, you say, wait a minute, what if we actually give teachers high impact coaching, short cycle feedback, we can accelerate their growth into proficiency and excellence in the classroom with this model. And so, you know, Whetstone sort of, uh, we provide support to schools and coaching cultures that believe they can accelerate teacher growth and really directly impact student outcomes. Um, as a result of sort of that philosophy, uh, we have a strong partnership with the Relay Graduate School of Education, a very practice-based graduate school of education that believes that this acceleration of teacher growth is possible. And frankly, the stakes are so high for the students that we're serving across the country. There's no excuse not to be in classrooms more often. Um, when I started my teaching career, I was in one of those schools where I was I was lucky when the principal came in once per year. I got my formal evaluation and that was it. Um, that sort of approach is just not acceptable anymore. We got to give teachers a lot more support. Now, I didn't know that statistic about six to 10 years, but I 100% believe that philosophy. Now, I've only been teaching for two years, and I and I think that this falls in line. There's a great book called The Talent Code, which talks about the idea of how you become really spectacular, phenomenal at something. And, and it goes into the question of kids, a lot of times, who develop these phenomenal talents in, in a relatively short period of time. One of the reasons or rationales as to why that happens or can happen is the concept of deep practice, not just a fixed number of 10,000 hours exerted into a certain activity will necessarily net you results or the same results every time, but the idea of uh, of focused practice where you're really paying attention, you're looking at your mistakes, you're looking at how to fix them, you're, you're trying to really actively follow along the process. And I think that's what 
to me, that's what it sounds like you're developing a platform to get into is that deep practice. Yeah, that's exactly right. And so that exact concept that you're talking about from the talent code, it's best illustrated in the education sector in Doug Lamov's book called Practice Perfect. And of course, Doug Lamov was one of the managing directors of Uncommon Schools, which then went on to found the Relay Graduate School of Education. Um, it would definitely recommend the book Practice Perfect to, to, to you and to your audience. But it's the exact same. It's the exact same field. Deep practice is something that we that, that should be happening in the classroom, that should be happening for our, for our teaching professionals. I mean, the stakes are just too high not to be um, engaging in that sort of um, practice and professionalism in the classroom. I mean, listen, you know, again, this is a, this is a philosophical thing. This might be more of a Michael thing than it is a whetstone thing. Um, but I think the, the field of education, by the way, both of my parents were teachers. Um, and I was a teacher and school principal before taking on the role here. I think it's too personalized sometimes and meaning that it's obviously very sensitive work. We're all, you know, working with other people's children and so many, so many different stakeholders um, who have opinions about the right way to do education. But staying out of teachers' classrooms and letting them do their own thing is absolutely the wrong approach. Um, we need to be developing teachers because, again, the stakes are too high. Student outcomes depend on the work that we're doing. Now, I, I love that, by the way, and I, I, I 100% agree with that sentiment. Now, I want to talk a little bit about the breakdown of different subjects because I don't know if you've looked at our, our material and our content, but I'm huge into math. That's my specialty, and that's what I love. Let's talk a little bit about how, or is there differentiation, let's say, in the Whetstone platform for math teachers, science teachers, English teachers, so on and so forth? Or are there different resources in there that, that are targeted towards different fields? Yeah, good question. So the short answer to your question is no. There's not different information. There's not different content. And the reason there's not different content is because for the most part, there is no content in the Whetstone platform. The Whetstone, Whetstone is... Um, configurable to the coaching approaches, philosophy, methods, and content of the partners that we work with, right? So the, the, the field of teacher coaching um, has many different angles, many different philosophies, and most importantly, the partners that we work with have very specific coaching cultures um, that they want to um, um, advocate for in, in order, like their particular philosophies on how to accelerate teacher growth. Um, one of the strengths of Whetstone is how very configurable it is to those specific cultures and processes of the partners we work with. So, for example, at your school that you work at, if there is a math department coach who has a particular protocol that they want to use with those math teachers, both that look at classroom culture, um, it looks at um, student data, et cetera, whatever that protocol happens to be, we're going to configure Whetstone to use that protocol. Now, there could also be an ELA coach at your school that has a completely different protocol. We can configure Whetstone to work with that. So we don't come in um, assuming to know the best approach because I think there's, you know, forgive the expression, but there's certainly multiple ways to skin a cat, right? Um, but, in, but, but in this case, it's extremely important to us that we're able to work with our partners to adapt to their process. 
So, and for the schools that you currently partner with, sounds like you partner with many, many schools all over uh, Louisiana and throughout the country. Uh, what is, is there a sweet spot for the size of schools in terms of Whetstone being a good fit? It sounds like it's, since it's so customizable, would it would work for all, all varieties. But, you know, is there, do you have a recommendation like, oh, if you're above 100 students or 200 students, then it would really be a, a strong recommendation, something like that? No, honestly, I, 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 there's the, the, there's not a perfect size because ultimately, you know, where we excel most is that that coaching relationship between a, a local school administrator and the teacher that they're working with, right? And so it's that back and forth, that short cycle feedback, those debrief conversations, and the action steps that come out of those. Those are the most important. Now that being said, that happens on a very micro level, right? What Whetstone can do with that, though, is that we can generate data both on the quantity and the quality of that feedback at the school level. But then we can also generate data um, and reports on the quantity and quality of that feedback at a network level across five schools, across 10 schools, across over 100 schools. And so our ability to, um, to, to sort of house the observation data on a very micro level to manage that conversation, but also to generate powerful insights from the data that reports, it applies to schools. Really, when we start working with schools, that's roughly, you know, 15 to 20 teachers. But we also work with large school districts like Washington, D.C. public schools, um, um, Denver public schools. We're in Tulsa schools. We're in Atlanta schools. And so um, we can generate those insights for larger organizations as well as uh, individual schools. I see. So when you sign up with Whetstone, you're not only getting the infrastructure for your school, but you're also getting access to these insights based on data that you've collected from all the different schools that, that you work with. Is, am I getting that correct? That is absolutely correct. So that's really yeah. cool. So someone, Sorry, yeah, go ahead. I was just gonna, so, 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 so a school-based principal is able to look across their school and see if you're using a rubric what does the quantitative data show about performance? If you're using, if you're not using a rubric and you're just doing short cycle feedback, you can look at what the coaching trends are so that you can really personalize your, your professional development efforts, right? That's just across the school. But then also, of course, you've got teams and districts or larger CMOs who need to know, wow, what is it that our core of teachers needs most right now in terms of the support? And those, those insights are, are, are available to them sitting at the district and CMO level as well. So for administrators, principals, uh, people who are heads of, of districts of schools, if they're listening right now, what are the steps? Let's say they want to try out Whetstone. What are the steps that they take and how long does it take to get all set up? Well, great question. So, um, you know, first, I would certainly encourage them just to visit our visit our website, our website, uh, whetstoneeducation.com. There's a number of different options they can they can sort of click on to request a demo um, or to get engaged in one of our spring pilots. Uh, we do offer um, spring pilots sort of a limited, you know, limited functionality for a very, very low entry point price um, to get folks started. We think pilots in the spring are particularly important to to take whetstone for a test drive so that we have that opportunity to demonstrate how we can in fact adapt to their coaching and evaluation culture um and then you know we certainly give that give that access and work with a customer success manager on our side who is assigned to a particular school to have that ongoing conversation 
Now, once schools get set up in Whetstone, once the site is configured, that's not like a one and done. It's an ongoing iterative relationship where we're continually tweaking Whetstone to meet the needs of the partners that we work with. Um, so it's a it's it's an ongoing conversation, ongoing relationship, and the kind in terms of the kind of support we provide. Um, our customer success team is absolutely incredible. One of the one of the strongest aspects of uh, of the team that I get to work with, and so that's a big. And because we work across, um, you know, over 800 schools, 30 states, seven countries, we've we've seen it all in terms of configuration. So we really excel at being able to match the needs of the organization we work with. Very cool. Michael, I want to thank you so much for coming onto the show. You know, I was just thinking about that this morning. What I believe is happening in the field of ed tech right now is is a revolution, and it's coming from the private sector, and I think it's so phenomenal. I've interviewed folks who are designing all sorts of online amazing content. I've interviewed folks that are setting up different ways to analyze how the brain works and learns. You guys are doing amazing work on the school side, trying to optimize the education system, optimize teacher uh, performance. I think with all of these things that are happening, it really is a revolution. It's so exciting to see what's going to happen over the next five or 10 years. And the best part is everything that everybody is doing is all going to help the kids and the future of the world. So I I just think it's phenomenal. Thank you so much for coming on. Guys, if you're listening and you want to check out Whetstone. uh, So, Michael, where can people go? You said go to the website and how can they do that and get more information? Yeah, absolutely. Whetstoneeducation.com. Um, surf around a little bit if you have any questions. There's multiple opportunities to to click in and request a demo, and we'll certainly uh, we'd love to continue that conversation. All right, awesome guys. So if you didn't get a chance to write that down, well, it's a podcast, so you can rewind. But if you don't want to rewind, go to scalarlearning.com to the podcast section, and you can check out the write up there. Links will be provided on the site, and make sure to check out our YouTube channel. Just released a new math music video on exponents. Definitely check that out and also check in with us on our weekly youtube live stream for sat math problems from khan academy solved live on camera where i'm seeing the problems for the first time it's a lot of fun and make sure to check back every week for a new podcast thank you guys so much for joining and i'll see you guys next time take it easy Skinner.